All right, we're gonna go through your curl 30 second countdown. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And we're taking our text from tonight from the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms. <clears throat> Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Psalms 40. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for uh, the anointing that breaks every yoke. With the straight strongholds. We hold them down and we direct you. Satan, the Lord rebukes you, and you go back to hell from what you come. You have no power. My God shall supply all of our needs, and he has all power. So, Father, we thank you in advance. Everybody that's on the line or somebody, people that's getting on the line or uh, all of, even all these uh, 20-something across the 30 states and, um, oh, God, a host of countries, including Iraq, Iran, uh, uh, a whole bunch of countries all over Africa, South Africa, East Africa, Congo, um, Malta, all these countries that are now tuning in. Some of these countries are doing it by the Internet in a way that is uh, dangerous to their life and to their health. Like the predecessors, our apostles, in the Bible, they had to hide the, to hear the word of God. They had to hide to preach the gospel. They had to do all those things. So there are people that are doing this today. So, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. In the atmosphere, God, not my body sits, but the Spirit of God that dwells within me and everybody that can hear under the voice, my voice, that we could touch and command the atmosphere that the Bible speaks of as the prophets of God in the old days. So much so that the prophet Elijah and Elijah carried out a great work because of a word, because they heard a word in the spirit and brought it to fruition in the natural, that they would hear a word and do what thus said the Lord. So we thank you now in advance, God, because we want to speak with clarity. And speak with listening power, with patience of the Holy Spirit. Not of a man, not of a thing, but the Holy Spirit that's using me right now. I am my own, but I have been bought um, with a price. 
And it's with that price and it's with that calling that we command and we control that people come out of the darkness and come into the marvelous light of who he is and who he is. The God of more than enough. Amen. Amen. We're going to take our scriptures tonight from the book of Psalm 46. Amen. Now, the book of Psalms itself was poetry. That's why it sounds kind of funny. But it provides poetry to express a praise, a worship, and a confession to God. That's what all these Psalms are about. They show a poetry to express praise to God, worship, and confessions to God. Now, some of the psalms, there were uh, 74 psalms was written by Asaph that walked with David, and some was written by Solomon, and some were written by Moses and different people in the book of Psalms. All this was to providing a poetry and an expression of worship and a concession to God. A lot of these were represented in temples, God's holy temple. And he says here, one of the three scriptures, it says here, let everything that hath breath do what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's Psalm 50, 150, and the sixth verse. Amen. Amen. And these scriptures, again, was written to the different people and about praising God and seeing to God. Hear from hearing from God. Now, from the scriptures here, um, the 46th Psalm, the 76th Psalm, amen. It was a collection of psalms mainly written by David and the sons of Korah. On these particular scriptures, because some books was written by different people. But this scripture tonight that we're going to deal with, amen, um, here in the 46th chapter. I'm going to look to different Bibles tonight, and simply because I want you to understand. A lot of people read the Bible consistently because they do not understand. So I have two Bibles. The one, the one you use always is the King James Version, which was licensed by King James himself. And that's why they call these Bibles called the King James Version. And they have the life application Bible. And it's basically so that we can understand what is being in our language. So well, let's start with uh, Psalms um, 46. Again, the theme of this particular chapter. Uh, my Bible says this, that God is always there 
can help. My God, my God. That is the word. That God himself, the Elohim, the God more than enough, the God of a second chance, that God that when we need help, he is all present. That God created the universe. And before the universe was created, not this this added mod, uh, uh, Venus, but God created the whole universe. And before he spoke the universe to existence, God was eternity. Eternity means before and after. There will always be eternity before and after. So after the the earth is no longer present, God is always there. And this scripture, this, this particular chapter, it says that God is always there to help. That's a mouthful right there. God is always there to help. How is God always there to help? God is always to help when we need him. God is always there to help feed us. God is always to help to clothe us. God is always to help us to raise our children. God has always helped us in our relationships with husbands or wives or aunts or cousins and mothers. God is always there helping at church. God is always there in the car in an accident. God is always there with us. God is always providing refuge. God is always there providing a place that we can find a refuge. God is always there to to be mind-muted. God is always there for peace, gives us peace. That the power is to complete and his Ultimate victory is certain. No matter what happens, God is in control. No matter what we go through, God is there. God is always there to complete the victory for us, in us, through us, and around us. For he will not fail to rescue us who loves him. There was a seven years ago um, that I think was uh, um, respect um, that that lady Ruth um, Franklin. Um, um, she began to say that she she wanted respect. That what God wants from us is to be in a place that He can provide help. Yeah. Sometimes when we go through some things, the only thing you can underhear in your spirit thinks, help me, God. Have you ever been in an accident or a situation where you know that only could God can help you? And you just have long prayers, you have long history, you have long thoughts, but you just thought about him and you said, help. Help, rescue me. Help make a way for me. God, secure my my realm, secure my life, and secure all those things that I need help with, because you are the ultimate victim, the 
keeper. He will not fail to rescue us. Rescue us. Amen. He will never fail to rescue us. Amen. Those are the notes of the Life Application Bible. Amen. Now, in this Akintic version, um, it talks about, um, um, let's see, let's start at the first verse here. And we'll think here, um, um, Father Confident, Body of My Spirit, Cover, I don't let the enemy be so work. Anything that would help somebody on the line tonight. God rescue those in the spirit. Uh, rescue those in the mind. Turret. Those who need it. But sometimes God want to go to people. We want to put people out of business. We, we always know that the times in our life, it's not we didn't know where we would be to help us in a time of our need. We start with first verse. It says here, Amen. Forty six one. Amen. Forty six and one. It says King James Version. God is refuge. God is a refuge. Three things that God is. One, God is a refuge. So put we can eye. God is to lose and He strengthens us. He helps us. He is there with us in the time of eight and three. God is a very present help. He's not a past help. He's present help. He's always there in our trials. He's always in our occasions. He's always there in the midst of our trials. He's there when they're in the head at night. There's a flowing because we don't understand why things happen.
that we try to understand. But he's speaking to us right now in Psalm 46, and he says, God, okay, that King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus, Elohim, the, the, the God of the second chance, the one that spoke the world into existence, because the word says, so in the beginning, God, that's the God. So in the beginning, God said, let there be light, for it was the evening of the morning, the first day, so God speaks, he says, for God is our refuge, that came up the spoke the
wiped down a gold grocery store, grab a the buggy, but not to wipe it off. Now we great germophobia cause of the virus. Virus is not something that we can be but it's an intangible object. God allows us this 400 or 200 year old pandemic that we're going through today. But God has promised in this particular we are, He is our refuge. That when the world's going crazy, the germs and folks are dying less and right the refuge of God is asking us now to hide in its strength and come where he wants us to be. Be on that helper who is always in sound and time trouble. The world is in trouble. The church is in trouble. The hospital is in trouble. Our children in trouble. There's all kinds of God is destroying us like a great uh, uh, insurance policy. He's saying to us that I'm giving you refuge, I'm giving you strength, and I am your helper in the time of trouble. 46.2 says this, and therefore, this is a Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles. My God, the earth trembles, the mountains topple into the depths of the sea. In other words, interpretation is it therefore we will not be afraid. Unfortunately, we are going through massive troubles. We are going through enemies that we cannot beat. We have enemies that we cannot take. We have enemies that we can conquer. Okay? But God's saying to us tonight, don't be afraid. Fear cannot be touched. Fear. Comes from the mind. That's why the Bible tells us, be ye renewed and transformed by the renewing of our mind. So that fear grips us. That's why a long time ago when my children were small, uh, the Lord would tell me, not, don't let my kids watch small uh, movies because the Create mid, mid, uh, 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 midnight cries or they create things that they cannot see because it's a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual mindset that once you watch a scary movie, it migrates to the spiritual mind. It packs in so that once they go to sleep, those things that they see with the mind. 
because this I got your mind, I got you. If I got your mind, you can't function. This I get your mind, you don't even know who you are. If I get your spiritual mind, I've gotten you captive that you cannot think, you cannot eat, you cannot pray, you cannot do anything. This spirit has got you now into an invisible prison. That's why he said, therefore, we will not be afraid. You, as a people of God, you, people of the mind, you cannot be afraid. In other words, it if you are afraid, you never let me see you sweat. Because when the enemy sees you sweat, when the enemy sees you uh, the enemy, because the enemy says, okay, I got you on the run. I got you confused. I got you mind messed up. I'm in control of your thoughts. I, I'm in control of what you do. I, I get you trembled. I get you so confused that you don't know who you are. Well, because I am controlling the spirit in which you dwell. But here, it's saying, therefore, we will not be afraid. We're speaking to the people who will not be afraid. So every time going through a situation, you must speak out loud, I am not afraid. Because you have to rehearse this thing in the spirit. You've got to rehearse in your mind. You've got to rehearse. It's the enemy on the run. You've got to rehearse this. That I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I can go what God says I can go. I believe what God, because I'm oh rehearsing it over and over. Over and the more I rehearse it, the more thing gets in my spirit. The more I think about it, the more God gets in me and say, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. So that's how you get rid of your fear. You don't rehearse and you don't uh, remember the screens and the hours, but you begin to remember that you are not captured by the enemy, but you are now become uh, uh, captivated by the word of God. Amen. Now, let's go ahead. I'm going to back to um, James Version 2. It says, as before, he will not be we will not be in fear. Though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Earth will not be moved. I have a friend of mine her family lives in uh, California. Yeah, we live on the coast, and I, I've learned to adapt to uh, hurricane season. So when the hurricane comes, I automatically go up in the water somewhere else, so I don't use it. That's something they say that the hurricane keeps getting lined and go crazy. So I usually get that. I get my peanut butter and gel. I get my little things. I get my little stash, and 
handle important papers. I'm so when things happen, you already be prepared. Okay, you all almost like lady. Late, you don't know. What, I've learned that you have to learn how to 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 um to fix a tire. You teach some man to teach you how to uh, to uh, fix a tire. You don't know. You be somewhere by yourself. You might be stranded. There might be some perverts. There might be people there that are to steal you to the coat of the skin. So you have to be prepared for every situation. So we have to be prepared so that if the earthquakes come, if the hurricanes come, volcanoes come, we are prepared for the changes when we know God. And this is what they were saying in the scripture. It says, don't say not that before. I feel being a fear from the earth be removed. Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. In other words, there might be a volcano, all that lava and all that smoke and all that 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 um that stuff. It eventually creates another place to live. And it says, even these things happen. Don't move. It needs to be moved by things. We are not, we are a temple person. We, we must change by the leading of the Holy Spirit. We can be moved by things. We can't be moved by people. And that's why it's important to know the Word of God. You have got to know Christ for yourself. Now, for your mama self, now for your dad self, not baby them, not my them, everybody else. Your cousins, your aunt, uncle, your great granddaddy, you have to know, make up in your mind that you must learn your Bible for yourself. What if the past is not around? If nobody's calling you, nobody turns calls. What about we? We are now in age of relationships. Christ. The living God. So we must be prepared at all costs. In other words, we have to be able to depend on the help of God. We must know, we must learn to depend on <coughs> God. Amen. Amen. First thing, though the waters, therefore, Roar and be troubled. Though the mountain shake, the swelling thereof, Shiva. In other words, we're all in situations. We can talk about the, the, the natural, the flood, the, the, flood, the fire, the hurricanes, all the stuff. But we're supposed to be moved by sitting situations. Yes, we are human. Yes, we will shake a little bit. Yes, we'll go through a nap. Yes, we'll start when you're going to move. Lord, I'm going to move. Lord, what you're going to do? But I know what you said, what you're going to do. But I can't, I got to hold on. I got to hold on. I got to hold on. And sometimes I miss you. You're saying, Lord, I, I, I'm holding on. But somewhere in your heart, thank God, but when? Right when you're coming up me. 
God, when you're going to move? What's going to change my situation? When, 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 when? But only God knows his mind and us. Only God knows the mind, but not us. Let's count to to um fifth verse. God is in the midst of earth. She shall not be moved, and she shall help her and that and that right early. In other words, God has promised us that in the midst of famine, in the midst of no money. And the midst of jobs being, people being let off. Jesus, his people, it is for when my people. God is directly talking to his, his ecclesia and some of the buildings, but the body of Christ. He said, for if my people call, call, call God. As I said, you can take a phone call, you can call somebody, but you'll never receive an answer unless I pick up the other line. So he says, call by my name. The church, the Christians, the believers, the ones that are possessing and possessing Christ. For if the people that are called by my name would humble themselves and uh, seek your place and turn, reposition yourself in God. That he's promised to do all that he says he will do. And God does not reply. It says that God is not a man that he shall die lie. So the word of God says it has got to come to pass. It's for heaven and earth. Heaven that you'll come to the sea and the earth shall the way. But not your birth. In other words, the earth might, might, might disappear. The heaven might disappear. But not his word. His word. God's word is more important than everything and so what we have to do when we're going through trials, when we're going through when we're going through devastations, or when it looks like the thing love you the most has fallen away from you, when it looks like that money that Thomas do is gonna come and has come yet, uh, when it looks like the children that we bear that we love, they turn around and walk away from us. When all these things happen, you say, what my word? If he's it shall come to pass. God is promising us tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not going to be very long, but God is promising us tonight, and he is going to help us, that he will help us. Sometimes we go through things because God is trying to get our attention. Sometimes God puts us to situations so we can learn of him and who he is. Sometimes God puts us in situations so we learn to pray. We learn to fast. We speak for him. We cry out for him. We, get, we stop eating sometimes. We stop eating and stop being 
we're not hungry, but we realize, God, if you don't get me through this, I just can't live. I know what I'm going through. I don't understand this. I put everything I could in my relationship. I put everything I could in my marriage. Looked like I put everything in my children and decided they were just going to whatever they wanted to. No matter what goes on life, God is not a man that he should not. God has promised us because he promised us the word to he shall do it. Now, the key to that word is he didn't say when. He didn't say how. He didn't say who through. But he said he will. And that's a right now word. And you must understand what this word from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. Everything in Bible it is for sure. It is not a different kind of interpretation, but it is the written Word of God through different people in the Bible. Some of it was written by Moses. Some of it was written by David. Some of it was written by Luke. Luke. Uh, Luke. So the Bible was written by different authors on through the ocean, through the Spirit of God. And the word Spirit means Ruach. And the word Ruach means the wind of God. So when God spoke the word to existence, it was the wind or the ruha of God. And that written word, this word that was spoken for the at the beginning of time, this word of hell was spoken before the existence of the word of God. Before the of everything that we know before Adam met Eve, before the evidence was formed, before everything God spoke this passage to us, to us, I am here to help you in a time of need, in a time of a time of wars and rumors, no, uh, a time of confusion in this country. Sometimes 
and it gave you, it will give Christ. So if this message ought to go back to Christ, and here, God's reminding his people that I'm here to help you. That's feel good, but I'm here to help you. You don't quit going through, but I'm here to help you. No matter what you go through in your life with your children, patience, comfort now, everything in your life, all we have to do is hold on to him. Hold on to your dreams. Hold on to what he promised you. Hold on to him. Last of every situation in a life. Mother dies, hold on. Children walk away, hold on. Job just says it's over, hold on. Millions of people dying around us, hold on. Because you could have been one of those 500 million people or more now. But God is breathing in us. And it's saying to us that, that we are distant in trouble. He's always there. Let me give you an example. I had booked your cars. I'm breaking down here and everything else. But I said to God, I was not moving until you took away for me. And every night I pray, I get on my floor and I begin to ask God, Lord, you promise me my tears. Lord, you, you promise me I, I will not move until you tell me to move. I won't go until you go. I won't think until you tell me to but I'm standing and I'm waiting, the Bible says, for the manifestation of his glory. And that glory means I see God in action. So whatever you do, when you go through, you have to stand still and see God in action. That's what the word glory means. It means I see the visible splendor of God. I see God moving. We have pulled on until he comes and helps us. He comes and strengthens us. He comes to help in the time of trouble. He comes and carries through in the midst of our storm. He comes through even when the waters are raging, even when the mountains are shaking, when the rivers are flooding. In the hurricane coming, we have to know that God is in the midst of everything, no matter what happens. He has promised us that he shall come and help us early. That's what the word says, the fifth verse. He says, God is in the midst of earth, and he shall not be moved. God will be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. So my early, God's early might be two different things. But God has promised us that he would help. We'll conclude this with the 10th 
and make it look like it's real, but it's not real. Be still. Know that I am God. That I will be exalted among the heathen. It looks like the devil is friend. Looks like the devil. But God came to us tonight, be still, and know that I am more than a shepherd man, the God, the God of God, the El the the Jehovah Shabbat, the, the, the God of peace, the mighty Lord, the Bible, that'll accept God more than enough. In the midst of everything, sometimes, there is no peace, but God is always present. And he promised that he would never leave us. Teach us to us tonight, saints. Jesus said in his word, he will never leave you over or take you even until the end of the earth so when this body goes to the ground and no longer exists but that spirit that you when you have in your life to Christ and you change your ways and you walk accordingly to his precepts again for when my people who call by name will humble themselves to pray turn from the wicked ways the church folks that's what the world says then we will hear from heaven but be still God. No matter what you're going around, 
uh, on this.
and next. Okay, let's go to the end. And what was it? One, two, three. Anything else to say? All right, I'm going to turn it over to, um, to a you have an announcement and then you can close out. <coughs> Amen. Yes, dear. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. God bless you, everybody. Um, just uh, this evening, <laughs> we thank you for tuning in. Amen. On uh, tonight, uh, on tonight, on uh, a mantle of prayer. Amen. On tonight, uh, constantly um, be able to tune in uh, throughout the week. Amen. Throughout the week, <clears throat> it's been really a uh, challenge, and we've been having some um, experiences with our line. Amen. I think it's due because of a storm that's coming. Amen. But we give God glory, the honor for what he's doing. We thank God for um, my mom, Prophetess Lane. Amen. A powerful woman of God that came in throughout the week. Amen. So we definitely are um, encouraging people to tune in throughout the week, uh, throughout the podcast, um, which we are now in another country. Amen of Iran, which is another country that we are connected to um, in this uh, during this time and this season. Amen. So we just thank God for what he's doing. Amen. God has also opened up the door. Um, everyone that is listening that you can also uh, listen to us at TalkShoe.com, uh, which is another um, network that um, that is connected. Um, connecting ELR prophetic ship, Amen. And <clears throat> we'll be getting a, num- a new uh, another number uh, pretty soon that we can have people call in live, Amen. So we we give God glory for our, for the honor that what He is doing, Amen. Throughout the week, Amen. So we're gonna just turn this over, Amen. Back into the host for tonight, none other than uh, Doctor Prophet Splenda Lane.
Washington, D.C., a great following, and following in, in, as well as in California, Texas, uh, Mississippi. I mean, throughout the United States of America, we have a, a great following. I thank God for it. Amen. They hear our voice, but we do this out of the glory of God. And we ask you now to continue uh, next time when you get on the line. From the line for uh, the podcast. So let's go in prayer. Father, we thank you now that you give us the opportunity to reach the masses underground and off these countries. Iran, Iraq, Ethiopia, Congo, um, all countries, Cuba, um, Haiti, um, um, all these countries. Uh, I thank you that you us the avenue to reach the souls at all costs. And we thank you, God. We pray for these countries. The countries now on the line that are a lack of a lot less food than we have. Now we have food shortages. God, God bless the people that are sneaking around just to hear word from Jesus. Jesus in Jesus in every country, every language, America, AT, Africa, America, um, uh, Sudan, all these countries. I thank you, Jesus, because you are now sending the people from Africa to minister to people in America. So we thank you in advance. We thank you. Join us every Thursday night. And every night we have something going on on our podcast on this particular um, uh, podcast tonight. And Father, we thank you. God bless us. God be with us. In Jesus, we thank you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great, great night. Bless the Lord on my soul and all that's with me. Oh, bless his holy name. Good night.